Hey, 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 what's up? Everybody, it's Stefan from a Comedy Advice Podcast. I just wanted to come at you with a little bit of intro magic. <laughs> Guys, hope you're doing well. Happy day to you. I'm not sure what day it is, but happy day or happy night. Happy time. Happy place. Hope you guys are doing well. Giving you a big warm hug from the airwaves. It's safe. It's a social distance that is appropriate for these times. Ladies and gents. You know what? I want you to close your eyes. You guys are in for a surprise. Okay. Cover your eyes. Walk into the room. Now open them. Surprise! Oh, you guys got a very special guest. That's what the surprise is. It's Big Irish Jay Hollingsworth. And he is a riot. Man, he had us in stitches. And I think he's going to have you in stitches too. He just murders. We talk about... Jay's comedy career, how he started out in comedy through a class and then how he ended up doing a show his first time with some pretty big stars and uh, he made some money off of it too. Talk about the secret to his youth because the man looks like he is 25 years old. You'll find out how old he really is on the podcast if you keep listening. We also hear a little bit about his experience as a writer. He wrote on the show Funny You Should Ask and Bill Engvall called one of Jay's jokes. He had to stop production to say that one of Jay's jokes was genius. So you get to find out which joke that was if you keep on listening. God, I'm such a tease. Do you guys know what I'm wearing? It's sexy. Anyway, so uh, Jay is hilarious. You guys should definitely support him. All his links are in the show notes. Follow him. Listen to his podcast, Hauling's Worthless. And go support him if you guys are in Phoenix. See his show. It is at the House of Comedy from the 28th all the way till the 31st. So there's also a link to the tickets in the show notes too. And that's it, guys. Other than that, thank you so much. We've been getting so many new listeners, so we really appreciate it. Thank you guys for bringing in questions for us to answer, Inspirebot quotes. Everything you guys are bringing in is awesome, so we really appreciate it. Keep it up. If you guys haven't yet, tell a friend, subscribe, leave a review. That means so much to us on Apple Podcasts. Go there, smash that five. We're in the charts for the top 100 comedy improv podcasts. So we really appreciate it. We're floating up there. We've had some folks reach out to us to be guests. It's just an awesome, awesome world that we're living in. We're basically like Scrooge McDuck diving into gold coins right now. And it's all thanks to you. So keep it coming. Hit them reviews help us just stay gangster because that's the life we like to live all right i'm gonna stop talking well i'm gonna keep talking but in pre-recorded mode it's gonna be stefan from the past a comedy advice podcast an advice podcast for Stefan and friends to make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally what was that seven a uh, comedy advice podcast Everybody, welcome to a comedy advice podcast. My name is Stefan, and I'm your host. Joining me today is Eric. Hughes. Joining the, the, the last name you're looking for is Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you um, guys met before? <laughs> not in person. <laughs> I, we even had video this time. I kind of leaned into it, but yeah, I forgot the uh, last name. How are you doing, Eric? I'm great. How are you? Blended. All right. <laughs> We've got a very special guest today. He's a stand-up comedian, actor, 
and writer. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, he set out to the East Coast and honed his craft on the stages of Boston, Massachusetts. His charmingly brutal style has earned him first place in the March Comedy Madness competition, the best of Boston, and he was a finalist in the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition. Everybody yes. welcome, Big Irish J. Yeah. All <laughs> right, everybody, sit down. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hold your applause until the end of the podcast, yeah. please. Welcome, man. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me here in your office slash my brick background and Eric's fucking invisible man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a black void. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, Eric. <laughs> this podcast is so racial. <laughs> So I, this is the first time sure. we've actually met each other. So this is kind of cool. Yes. Um, hopefully our first impressions are good, even though it seems like we have no idea what we're doing. But um, anyway, tell us a little bit about yourself. What got you into comedy? I know that you were in IT before, and yeah. it seems like a pretty interesting story. Uh, how the fuck did you know that? I listen. I really do listen to your oh, okay, podcast, okay. man. Right. Uh, I was like, "Do you go to my fucking LinkedIn?" <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, so, yeah, I worked in. Um, I worked for Yahoo. I was a small business. Uh, I was an operations manager for the small business division. Um, and then I went to Boston. Um, and prior to this, prior to all that, I used to teach MMA. I had a martial arts school for, I did it for like 12 years. I had a school for two years Dang. in Oregon. And then, uh, wow. yeah, and then I, was, I went to Boston from Yahoo. I, was, I worked for an online data storage company. I was the director of technical support. And while I was out there, um, met a lady and asked her out and she was like you guys because this is interesting because you mentioned you met at a writing class yeah okay so i took a stand-up class uh before anything um which uh i know a lot of comics shit on that but who gives a fuck um no, that's what we did <laughs> that's what we did i i just misspoke but, but yeah it's uh we did a comedy you said it class that way because you didn't want me to shit on you for doing a stand-up class yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you got me yeah, I, I <laughs> writers it's a writer's group. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, however you, uh, I'll put it this way. Like uh, I did a stand-up class again. Some comics would be like, there's no such thing. You can't teach stand-up and whatever. I'm glad I did it. Helped me when I was first starting out. And uh, I'll put my stand-up, uh, I'll go on stage against anybody that has or has not done a class. Who gives a fuck? It's not where you start. It's where you're at. And uh, right. shit, Alonzo Bowden, who's a crusher, he did a stand-up class, you know, and uh so, I mean, who gives a fuck? But anyways, so I asked this girl out um, on a date and she was like, well, I can't do it on Wednesday because I have comedy class. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And so she sends me a link to the Boston Center for Adult Education where they had like like continuing education, like pottery and all this other shit. She was taking an improv class and uh, I saw one for stand-up and I was like, fuck it, I'll, you know, I'll do that. And so signed up for it, did the class and then, for your listeners, um, if they don't know, anytime you do a stand-up comedy class, which you guys can attest to this, uh, you have a graduation show, and yes. everybody invites their friends and family, and everybody does great, right? <laughs> so uh, the thing I did is the guy that taught it, who's now a really good friend of mine, Dana J. Bine, uh, I told him, I was like, look, I, I'll do this, the graduation show, but I want to... Uh, I want to earn my laughs. So before the graduation show, I asked him if there was anywhere I could go up. And he uh, directed me, this guy, Scotty Lombardo, who put me on a showcase show. I had no business being on. On the show was 
Shane Moss, Mike Kaplan, Dan <laughs> Crone, who's a crusher in Massachusetts, uh, this guy Tyler Bowe, who's a touring headliner, um, Brian Moot, Andrew Slater, all these great comics, and then fucking me <laughs> opening it up with eight minutes of shit. And, uh, uh, and I got paid my first time. I got 20 bucks, which I was like, I definitely don't deserve this. So I just bought like pitchers of beer for all the other guys. And then uh, that was my first time, and then I was in. Nice. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Now when you, when you were in that moment and then you did your eight minutes, how did you feel? How did it go? You know, what's interesting is I, I don't know how it is for how long you guys been doing stand up now. I quit. So I'm just doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you got such great comedic timing though. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> how long you been doing it? I quit. Uh, <laughs> so, so I did it for about six months, I would say. And then okay. er- Eric's been doing it for a year I'll, and a half. I'll, I would say about a year BC, which is before Corona. <laughs> God, all right. Gotcha. Um, uh, well, so... This will. I don't know how to make this come out not sounding douchey, but fuck it. So a lot of comics will say, "Oh, I went up that first time and I got a laugh and I got this high and I was hooked off of that first laugh." I've always been able to make people laugh, whether it was friends or whatever. Um, so it, it's never been that for me. For me, it's always been the science of comedy. Like you, uh, as soon as I got off that first time, immediately I wasn't like. I wasn't even like, "Oh, I did it," or this or that. Immediately, I was like, "Okay, why didn't this joke work?" Why did they yeah. laugh at this thing that I had no idea that, that there was something funny there? This guy said something. I should have responded with this. Like, I immediately was like, how can I improve? You know, and, and like the science of comedy has always been my favorite thing about stand-up. But I was, yeah, I was hooked from the, the scientific side of comedy, I think you'd say, from the very beginning. Wow. That's awesome. And I was going to say a lot of people, like you said, they get that big high and they think, oh, I did great. Then there's some other people you know, when they bomb, they think, wow, it goes the other way. I really sucked. It seems like (laughs) you being focused on the science of it, you just look at it more pragmatically and think, okay, this worked, this didn't work. Let's just continue testing things and make and seeing what works. Yeah. Like I was, I definitely was nervous. And when I got off, I was, uh, uh, God, I, and so I have the video of the very first time I ever went on stage. And I said, I said, if I ever get to a million followers or I make a million dollars, I'll release that footage, but not a second before then. Cause I can't even, <laughs> I can't even hear it. Like my buddy Kane, I let him watch it. I was like, you got to take it in the other room. I don't even want to fucking hear it. It's awful, <laughs> oh but, man. Uh, I remember when I got off, I was talking to Tyler bow and I told him it was my first time. And he was like, Oh wow. You, you know, you, uh, you seem like you've been doing it for a while, which I, he may have been just being nice. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I was, uh, I immediately was just like, how can I get better? You know, that's awesome. And, and what has been the hardest thing for you? Cause it seems like the stage presence you've got being in front of people is not too hard. What's, what's been difficult for you, if anything, or are you just a natural, you do MMA, you do <laughs> Yahoo, you just fucking funny. Uh, no, nah, it's, um, what would be, what would I say is the most difficult? That's, um, well, I, even from the very beginning, I've always said like, uh, cause I started late. I started late anyways. I was like 30, I think 36 when I started. Um, but, How old are you now? Uh, I, I'm 48. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? I thought you were, I thought you were tops 36. Uh, what the? Dude, I'll be four, I'll be 49 next month. What the fuck? It doesn't even make sense to me. 
Oh, oh my god. god! Can you pass yeah. me your skincare regimen? Because yeah. you look <laughs> amazing. It's, it's a it's a lot of Palmers and dating black women. <laughs> uh, I don't know if my wife will be too happy about that, but yeah, well, <laughs> I'll run it by her. Palmers, uh, um, fucking. Uh, it's for the skin. Yeah. Um, what is the the, the hardest stuff? I, you know, it's. Uh, oh, I was going to say from the beginning. I've always said like some people think I'm funny, some won't. I can't control that. Only thing I can control is how hard I work. And I just, I was like, I don't want anybody to outwork me. So I always was like in the, I also got, got laid off in Boston and I was collecting unemployment. It was during the recession, 2008. So I was like, Oh, I, I have no excuse not to be hitting the mic every night. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm having unemployment. I was going to say I'm earning, but I, you know, earning, uh, uh, but I, I guess the hardest thing would be, um, here this is the hardest thing is not being a household name i don't have any representative everything i get is on my own um and so that can be difficult i mean it's you know everything is about your followers now you can be i tell people that aren't in comedy and they don't get it but i'm like you can be the funniest person that's ever walked the face of the earth but if you don't put butts in seats they don't 99 percent of the places don't give a shit you know right so that's the that's probably the, the most frustrating thing is uh you know, just uh, trying to get seen. You to, know? to that point, too, I've also heard comedians talk about where there are people with a lot of followers, but just aren't funny or, or even comedians. They're just <laughs> influencers and they think twerking on the stage is going to get them laughs for 30 minutes. And it just they totally bomb. Oh, man, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a fucking closer of some comics. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> Comics quote marks. Uh, I remember being at a show with Mo Mandel um who's Mo, mo's a buddy of mine also named his album uh negative nice. reinforcement that was my fucking little shout out to myself um oh, no, but we were we were doing a show. i wonder if you'll hear it yeah, yeah. well I'll, I'll send it to him and fucking tell him to give me credit um i we were doing me and mo were doing a comedy juice show i think i, I think it was comedy juice and we had done an early show and there was a second show and we're waiting for it to or it just started and there's somebody hosting and neither one of us know who the guy is. And we're listening to him and we're both looking at him like at each other. We're like, what the fuck is this guy talking? Come to find out he was some, you know, social media personality that he put butts in seats. So they were like, okay, we're going to put him on the show. But I'm like, why would you have him host the most important job of that show? And it got to the point where Mo was like, let me out of the booth. I got to get the fuck out of here. I can't listen to this shit. <laughs> so get the fuck out of here. Don't don't mute your mic, Eric. I can see you <laughs> muted your mic. <laughs> oh, thank you for enforcing that. He does that yes. sometimes. I also I also love how you're going fuck 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 fuck, and then it's like butts and seats. It makes me think of yeah. the Midwest or something. <laughs> Just like tushies and seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask too. So in your credits, I did I did uh, graze this by, but. You were a finalist in the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition. Yeah. It's oh. probably my favorite credit. 100% true. Um, How did that yeah, happen? Uh, I entered and I was fucking funnier than some of the black guys. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, this was, okay, so, and they just had it. Uh, okay, the, so the Bay Area is run by uh, a guy named Tony Spires. Great dude. Um and it's like it's actually got some some history to it. Like there's been some huge names that have come through and done the Bay Area. Uh, and I I was living in Seattle. I can't remember how I found out about it. Uh, and at first I was like, 
am I allowed to even enter this? Should I enter this? I mean, I do a lot of black rooms. I, I came up doing a lot of black rooms. So, and I do, I do okay in black with black audiences. So I was just like, fuck it. You know what? I'll enter. Uh, and it, I honestly was like, I don't even expect to get out of the first round. I just was like, for me, it was more about the experience. So I go down to Oakland where it's being held. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I go to, I get out of the first round. I was like, cool. This is all gravy. This is all just for fun, you know, for me. And yeah. then I get to the finals and I was, there was five finalists. I was one of them. I was the only white guy in the finals. And, uh, and then I had to take bullet in the finals, which I was like, great. It's the fucking opening the, the finals round. Welcome to the Bay area black comedy competition. Your first contestants, this white dude, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was great. I like the, the connections I made from the Bay area were when I moved to LA, I got more shows and shit from the bay area black comedy competition than anything else like all the connections i made there were great and tony spires is is a great dude and they it went away for a while the bay area and then it just came back again this year for like the first time in like five years but i was a finalist yes wow that is pretty pretty incredible i do want to just take it usually i shower our guests with compliments, but I'm going to shower you real quick, just a, a quick uh, rinse. But y- you, I feel like you've made a lot of really good connections and you, you've dropped so many names, not dropped names, but you've mentioned so many people that it, it seems like you were really giving credit where credit is due. And then by taking credit also by the naming of the album, it looks like you're also taking credit when it's due. So it's see, I, I really like to see that because sometimes you don't always see it. And then that's really oh, yeah. nice. I, well, I always want to, um, like if, if I post a lot of videos and stuff and if I, uh, I'll post, you know, other comic shit, like I posted, what was it yesterday? DJ Sandu. I don't know if you know, DJ's a Sacramento comic, really funny. He lives in Vegas now. Good dude. And, uh, he posted just a thing that made me laugh. He was like, it was some of the effect of like, Hey ladies, if you have a tiny dick fetish, there's a protest here in downtown Vegas. He goes, <laughs> not the works. It's got, you know, the, the fucking Confederate flags, all that shit. And so I just, I screenshotted it, tagged him, posted it. And he thanked me, but I'm like, you know, I, uh, I don't have any, um, I don't have any ego as far as like, uh, I don't think anybody is better than me or worse than me. You know, it's like, uh, uh, I, and I was very fortunate for like three years. I was the house MC at a comedy club and I worked with the biggest names in, in stand-up i i'd say the the only names that i haven't worked with that are huge names or done shows with are probably Chappelle and kevin hart but other than that i mean i've done shows with rogan i've done uh i toured with doug benson for a while and um nice. and, wow. and i mean i've worked with some really big names but um yeah i mean it's you know i i will i have no fear of following anybody or or any of that shit and i i like to give credit to you know uh, people that were that helped me coming up and um and also to fucking fellow comics that make me laugh you know that's awesome man that's really cool and so you do comedy you're also a writer so i think i heard it was like please don't think i'm creepy because i'm mentioning all these things i've heard you on but <laughs> Sorry. There is there is also this panel. I think it was with with Broken Drift Productions, where oh, yeah. you were talking about writing alongside Tony Tripoli and some yes. others. And so you also do writing. What what's that like being a writer? Uh, so I wrote on a uh, I wrote on a game show <laughs> called it's, it's it's still on. Uh, it's called Funny You Should Ask, 
And it's basically, the show is kind of like um, Hollywood Squares without the tic-tac-toe part. Hmm. And uh, and hopefully and, without Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, no, I don't think Gilbert's <laughs> ever been on there, but they fucking have pretty much everybody else. Uh, okay. It was interesting because Tony, Tony wrote on, Tony, who's very funny, by the way, and a good friend, uh, he wrote on Joan Rivers' Fashion Police. He was a head writer. And I think our, our situation, the way our writing room was set up was probably different than any other writing room um, it's I, there's literally like stuff i can't even talk about because of non-disclosures and i didn't necessarily uh there was some rough waters for myself and a couple other writers on there uh that i i, I can't even get into but um, wow with with writing on that so it's a game show so the way that we wrote on that is um well, just kind of behind the scenes shit. So what happens is the show has comics that are on there and like uh, a question will be presented to you. It'll be like, uh, Stefan, uh, true or false. Dr. Dre recently wrote, wrote a vegan cookbook, right? That's the question presented to you. True or false. True. Before you can answer, oh. it goes to a comic and then the comic will have a joke that we've written. And like, like Louis Anderson say, uh, yeah, it's called beats by Dre. Right. Uh, oh, not. did you just think that on the fly no that was actually one of the and so uh and so then louis would be like okay that's true and then they'll come back to you and they'll be like Stefan, do you believe do you do you believe louis do you think it's true or false and you say yes or no or true or false and then move on so that so when we're wow. writing on that we had to we had to find a fact like basically for the question, you know, find some interesting question. We had to verify the question or like the fact, is it a real, you know, if, if, if it's a true fact. And then we had to also write the joke for it. Um, like I remember <laughs> this, this cracks me Jesus. up. No, this just cracks me up personally because uh, <laughs> Bill Ingvall, you know, Bill Ingvall, the comedian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So he, I wrote this, this question joke that, uh, I wasn't down down in the where they film it, but uh, apparently they told me he like stopped the filming to say that this joke that I wrote was quote genius. Oh. And what it was was the joke was uh, true or, or or no? What country leads the world in electric cars? And my joke was mad at gas cars. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Um, and uh, <laughs> and so apparently bad, he was like. Yeah, he was apparently he was like, "That's genius," and I was like, "No, it's not. It's, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's." And that was the that was the one thing with writing on that is it was great experience and it was my first writing gig, but it also was like, as a comic, it's like soul crushing because you're you're you have a like you have to write these jokes. It goes to the head writer, who then it has to be approved by the the executive producer, and uh, as you go through this chain of you know people approving the jokes or not. The one of the top guys loves puns, so it's like you start writing for shit that you know he'll like, so that it'll get on air. I um, see. And yeah, it's yeah. Just, and you're sitting there writing it. I remember, I won't say his name, but one of my buddies uh, that wrote on there with me. I remember we would look at each other sometimes and just be like, "I don't even know if this is funny anymore, dude." He's like, "Can you look at this?" And, oh my or, god! Oh, you're like. And we'll be handing it to it, just like covering our face, just be like, dude, I'm not proud of this. But <laughs> I got to write 15 of these fucking turds a day. So what do you think? Shit, shit. Oh, yeah. my God. How long did you end up doing that for? 
oh man, like a year and a half. It was like a year and a half. Wow. And you were in the, yeah. the office and everything, right? So that, yeah, must've... we would, we would go into, uh, it was in Culver city and yeah, we would go in at like 10 and be there till like six or seven. Then we could go do spots. And, um, and then I still would go out on the road on the weekends, but that became like started like when you first were getting interviewed, we were all told like, Oh, we, we know that you're comics. We want you to be comics. So going on the road's fine. And then once you're like, okay, I'll take the job. And you're like, okay, this weekend I got a uh, gig at the Chuckle Fox or whatever. You know, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh no, you can't leave. And you're like, what are you talking about? I'm fucking. I thought this was an agreement. So there was all kinds of behind the scenes drama that uh, that happened. But you know, it was a uh, it was an interesting experience. <laughs> Damn! Oh my god, that that's crazy. And then so comedy writing, and then you also, on top of everything, have a podcast, the Hollings Worthless podcast. Yeah. How, why, yeah. why did you, why did you decide to get, and it's also got Jim Norton at the, on the intro too, right? Uh, no, it's got Bobby Kelly. Oh, fuck. oh, I thought it was Jim Norton at first. No, okay. Bobby okay. Kelly shitting on me. I actually, I've had the, I have a video of it, of that whole, uh, the whole segment. It's like two minutes of him shitting on me and the name of it. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> I've had it like hidden, but I just like made it public again, literally yesterday. But yeah, he, I was working with him. Actually, it was the first weekend I ever worked with him was in Seattle. And uh, I love, I love Bobby Kelly. And I, he's fucking comedy he's uh, another guy that's just a crusher just joke 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 crushes nice. and uh at the end of the weekend because we had built a pretty good rapport i was like hey bobby you want to fucking plug my podcast so it's like dad what the fuck <laughs> so i got this i got this two minute clip of him just going you fucking stink he's like this yeah. fucking hollingsworth this he's like he goes, oh, it's, uh, he goes, he goes, that name sucks. He goes, what's your name? And I was like, Jay Hollingsworth. He goes, oh, it's, it's worthless because it's worth less. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. That's awesome. And you've been, it's been going on for a couple of years now. Oh, yeah, it's been going on for, God, like six years. I got to, I got to reformat it. I don't want to fucking get into it here, and, but I'm like, I got to figure out what I want to do with it, you know? Uh, but that's a, that's a totally different conversation. Like, like I haven't even done mine for this week yet. It's supposed to come out today and I got to fucking, I still haven't even done it. Oh man, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can I, do a swap cast with you on this. We'll do a swap cast. There you go. There you go. We'll, there you uh, go. Fuck yeah. it. All right. We'll do a swap cast. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. I'll send you the audio afterwards. We're done. All Good. right. Done. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> all right. Awesome. I think those are all the questions I had. Do you anything else you want to say about yourself before we move on to, into the self help portion? Uh, just I'm really upset with Eric for not having a camera. <laughs> I that, know. Right. Yeah, it should have been the other way around. He's much more gorgeous than I. Well, am. here, let me let me try with my phone. Should we try with the phone? No. We're, yeah, we've too gone late. too far. It all up, Eric. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We just want to keep shitting on you. So. That All works. right, let's get into the self-help portion of the podcast, and we like to start yes. it with an inspirational quote. So this is the part where we usually ask our guests if they have any inspirational quotes that get them through their days. Do you have any inspirational quotes? I, I don't. I think I came up with this for myself, but uh, uh, do, don't, did. That's what I always say is do, don't, did. You know, where people are like, I did this and I did that. Fuck all that. Do, don't, did. 
That's oh, smart. God. That's smart. At yeah. first, I thought you said, dude, don't did. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, okay. He's got a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's why it's inspirational. <laughs> I, here, I'll tell you this. This is the best advice I ever heard in comedy. I was actually told to uh, my buddy, Tyler, it was um, uh, when somebody asks you, who's your favorite comic? If you were not your own favorite comic, change your act. And I was like, I love that. Wow. It's my favorite advice. Yeah. That's fun. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah the best yeah. advice I ever got as a comic from Eric was stop. Because I wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to read. not even gone on stage yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, mm, no, it's just not going to cut it. He's like, he's like, I really like that one bit. And you're like, which one? He goes, oh, the part where you go, that's my time. Good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really kill on that one. But uh, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to go into the quote of the week that we have furnished. And this one comes from an AI-driven robot called Inspirobot. So it takes some of the wisest words in the English language, mashes them together with AI, and then it provides us with a uh, nice and meaty inspirational, maybe? Let's see. Sure. Yeah, quote. Yeah, so, we'll see. All right. <laughs> Eric, could you please read this week's Inspirobot quote? All right. This image was found by our fan, Jeremy. This week's quote. Stop playing the tuba. And, and that's I feel it. like there yeah. should be more, but that's all it says. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's like, I don't know if that's like a stop and smell the roses. <laughs> it's supposed to be like that or, or like, don't be annoying. Maybe that's what the message is behind that. I think that's where you hit it. I think also maybe robots, you know how dogs can hear whistles that humans can't. Maybe the tuba is just so aggravating to robots. It's just like, guys, before I get dish out any more inspiration, just stop playing the fucking tuba. Yeah. It's so annoying. And by the way, tuba, tuba is a, a smart word. <laughs> you said it combines all these like tuba tuba's fucking <laughs> all those geniuses that play the tuba <laughs> maybe it accidentally misspelled tuna i don't know a very yeah, smart word go. yeah full of omega-3s and that type of shit yeah. so <laughs> yeah i i mean i i think it pretty self-explanatory just stop playing the fucking tuba yeah. it's the least attract it sounds like a musical fart so i don't think that it's really that beautiful i've never gone to my friends and been like wait stop what you're doing this track has a dope tuba solo let's yeah. just listen to it yeah the tube is more of an ensemble instrument is right. it, isn't really it, getting the tuba solo going yeah isn't that what's used is the tuba what's used for the uh what's it called like darth vader in that dun, oh dun, 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 uh, oh like the imperial march from yeah. Star Wars. it might be it might, it's probably in there yeah, because I think there was a there was a there's a video of a guy with a tuba that's walking beside like these Ku Klux Klan guys, and he's just playing that. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. That's funny. Oh my! And God. then he'll he'll switch it up to. See, that's what. Okay, if you're gonna be playing a tuba, at least be doing that, antagonizing. What'd you say? Neo-Nazis? Yeah. They're all the same. Ku Klux Klan, neo-Nazis. Fuck it. Yeah. All the same shit. All right. Anything else before we move on to the meaty part it of the It kind of reminds me of uh, like the band going down on the Titanic. 
they kept playing, but maybe they were like, hey, tuba player, you can uh, hop on one of those lifeboats. <laughs> or maybe they had Get to stay. Maybe they had to stay on because the tuba's pretty heavy. They can't bring them with them, right? Yeah, because <laughs> that's what they would do. They'd be like, oh, your wife and kid could not come on board. Little Betsy, yeah, my tuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I know is Jack Black and School of Rock did not have any tuba players in that band. He kicked them right out. He was like, "Raise your hand if you play tuba." There's the door. That's right. Holy yeah. shit! What a reference. <laughs> I haven't seen that forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think I saw it. I got a refresher two years ago. And uh, yeah, great great movie. Highly recommend. This podcast is actually sponsored by School of Rock by Jack Black. There you He's go. come across hard times. So. The most family-friendly Jack Black is ever going to be. <laughs> That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Let's push forward and let's get into the meaty part of the podcast, subsequently called the, 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 the Beef. And this is the part where we have questions from fans across the internet. We've got celeb advice, everything that a self-help podcast should contain. So let's move on to the first question. This is from Reddit. It's found again by our fan, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. I'll Thanks, go ahead. Jeremy. <laughs> uh that that was jay by the way that's usually my voice but uh, <clears throat> for the listeners that don't have the video so thanks jeremy <laughs> all right so this question asks or says my best friend called me a clown my best friend keeps calling me a clown and spamming the clown emoji to me i don't know if i agree or disagree with them it really hurts my feelings and i wish they would stop how can i best act in this situation sincerely Penny lies. I think I may have accidentally gone John Mulaney on that one. Yeah. Uh, well, you can reply back with a kitty cat emoji, emoji you fucking pussy. <laughs> worried about this guy. No, I would, you know what I would do is I would, uh, if this guy is somebody you know, like a friend, I would scare the shit out of him. Get full clown makeup oh. and uh, you either scare the shit out of them coming home or if you can get into their place. And then when they're <laughs> fucking pissed themselves, be like, yeah, I am a clown, aren't I? <laughs> you think it's funny now? Oh, that's my. What, that'd be my advice. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. I mean, a clown. Yeah, can, they can be menacing. And I think he didn't know what he was in for when he kept spamming. I mean, who the fuck? What a dick, too. I've never had a friend that's been like, oh, you fucking clown, you clown, you clown, and then just emojiing me. I mean, I mean I've mean, i had friends, too, <laughs> way worse. I mean, if that's the worst you have to deal with, I'd be like, bro, that's fucking nothing. Uh, I was very also, sheltered. You wanna, you, yeah, you want to hear, I don't know if this is, I have not done the research on this, but there is a, I read a thing a long time ago that there's a theory that clowns are also actually like a caricature of Irish people. And I'll tell you why, because... <laughs> the red hair and the well, pasty yeah, white so skin. <laughs> that's and actually, the alcoholism. Yeah. And also, McDonald. Well, oh no, because listen about it. Think about it. Red hair. Usually they have red cheeks like and a red nose like somebody that's been drinking alcohol. Uh, <laughs> usually they have plaid. And usually uh, their, their clothes have like patches and shit, which the Irish were all poor at the time when you know, they came over to the States. Not saying it's factual, but it's a theory. Like, it's kind of like the uh, stereotypical like railroad tramp to kind of have that same oh, aesthetic yeah. to it. Yeah, what, patchy clothing and the uh, you, you know there there there's there's some crossover there. Yeah. Hmm. 
Eric, what do you think about revenge for this person? What would you do? Or would you just... I, I was thinking something similar along the lines of what uh, Jay was saying. Like, you know, respond with the knife emoji. And then, you know, the two It movies just came out. So there's bound to be plenty, plenty of... Just go wait wait for the next spirit Halloween store to pop up in your town. Go get yourself a nice clown costume. But don't don't blow your load right away you know wait no, until no. it can't be anywhere near <laughs> halloween otherwise it's not gonna be it's not gonna be worth it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't blow your load you don't want to do blow your load hit that little horn just go <laughs> hey man <laughs> we're gonna terrify this friend yeah <laughs> oh god guys i'm just imagine though if this sorry i'm sorry to cut you off i was gonna say imagine if this guy did commit to it. What's the guy's name? Jeremy? Yes. If Jeremy fucking did get the outfit and he just, one night, he just stands outside the guy's <laughs> fucking place across the street, just stands there. Because you've seen all those creepy pictures of like random clowns in cities that they're just fucking standing in the middle of the road. That's terrifying. Oh my God. Absolutely. I, I'm th- I'm thinking about this, guys, and I love the idea of revenge and dressing I up. Say, I'm thinking about this, guys, and I am so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to blow my I load, so we got to move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I'm thinking about if this were me, it would be. A, I'm a lazy person, so it would be a lot of work for me to go over to their house with a cloud. I, I don't know where I would put the makeup on because then it would look really awkward if you're going towards his house especially if you have to take public transportation i would say hire a clown and i think a kid's party clown could be just as terrifying (laughs) the clown gets killed (laughs) oh no (laughs) you can't be sending unexpected clowns into places i I mean that's (laughs) i think that's trouble (laughs) i think that's inspirobot's next quote of the week you can't send yeah. clowns into <laughs> unexpected places. Uh, uh, all right. Anything else? I mean, I'm good. imagine going into like taking out the trash and you go out to the alley and yeah. down the <laughs> down the alley. You just hear like, <laughs> yeah. there's a clown just blowing his load. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, no amount of therapy would be able to heal that. Uh, instead of it's not that's not his flower that scored (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna move on into the next segment which is celeb advice and this is where we read an article about a celeb mishap or a moment of inspiration and we take them as an example or we give them some advice but before we do, this is where we ask our guests, Jay, if they can do any celebrity impressions. Can you do any celebrity oh, impressions? God. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any. I none, none good. I mean, I can't think of. I don't fucking have. I don't have any impressions. Yeah. I've, been, I've been doing the impression of a, co- a comic for the last 12 years yeah. <laughs> can, now can you do accents because i know you grew up in the pacific northwest but when you say fuck you you have a real boston resonance to it i i get the, i say there's certain words i say like my my pops like uh <laughs> that's how he says fuck and then uh 
Uh, I was about to make an awful joke. I was going to say that's how he says it when he's raping me. Uh, yeah, fucked, kid. No, um, I don't know why that fucking is. I've been uh, locked up too long. No, um, he also, he says, like, when he says Jesus Christ, he'll go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'll say it like that, too, sometimes. But, um, yeah, I, I get the I get certain words from how my pop said it. Nice. <laughs> Nice. That's good. Eric. He was fucking me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clowning around, blowing the loads. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, can you do any new ones this week? Uh, I don't have anything for you this week. What about you? Jesus Christ, Eric. What a fucking shame. I don't have any either. You got your Mulaney. I'll tell you this here. This is a kind of a funny story my buddy kane holloway which if you've listened to the podcast you've probably heard him a few times mm. he he does impressions and he does a, a christopher walken one and i gave i gave him if you were watching i'm doing quote marks like this was something great uh-huh. i gave him this idea for a joke and i told him to we'll see if you guys get it <laughs> because i'm gonna do an impression of my favorite show and then he would go up doing a christopher walken uh impression he would go brains I like brains. Is the walking dead? Uh, <laughs> so, <That's> bad. <laughs> so bad. That that took me a while. I also I thought you said friends instead of brains. I don't yeah. think I can hear very well. Maybe. Yeah. I don't <laughs> but I I can do I can do a half baked John Goodman. Do you guys want to hear it? Okay. Have you guys ever seen the movie The Gambler? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> You had a very disgusted face when you. Because oh, I'm like, is that the one with fucking Mel Gibson and? Uh... No, I'm. Oh, where of, he uh, where he liberates Scotland. And... No, no, with Mark Wahlberg. No, I don't know this one. <laughs> well, hold on. He he has a little speech in there. It's like ten seconds. You guys can rape me after that. <clears throat> Did you say that with a T or a P? Yeah, both actually. I left it. I left it loose. Yeah. So you go. Yeah. Oh no! I gotta stop. You gotta okay. Be. Yeah. <laughs> you will be left loose. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Why is this turned this way? I don't know. I, I think quarantine has upped the amount of rape jokes on, on yeah. this podcast. Um, all right. You get up two and a half million dollars. Any asshole knows what to do. You buy a house with a 25-year roof, get an indestructible Jap economy shitbox, and then that's all I remember. So I think actually is pretty good. <laughs> oh, thank you. And then I, I know yeah. one line from Emperor's New Groove where he goes, Demon Llama! And then that's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe just go with the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so now that we've got that, now that we've all blown our loads, let's move on to this juicy goss that comes straight from TMZ. And this article was brought to us by our fan, Mr. Positivity Wolfie T on Twitter. Thank you. Now, Eric, would you like to read this? All right. Dom Brady booted after draining in closed park. The city of Tampa is using the incident to make sure other people stay out of parks, too. They tweeted. Sorry, Tom Brady. Our... (laughs) At Tampa Park's rec team, can't wait to welcome you and your entire community back with even bigger smiles. Until then, stay safe and stay home as much as you can help flatten out the curve. That is a classic is- Tampa accent. Good job on that. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in Tampa for a year. So you Way can verify. 
Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> I would love it if he just snapped and he was like, "Oh, really? Well, go fuck yourself." <laughs> <in Tampa." laughs> it goes on. This is according to the mayor of Tampa, who says the park staffer caught TB12 trying to take the draining done during the pandemic. <laughs> of course, Brady is the is the new darling in Tampa after signing a deal with the Tampa Bay Buick Bucks. But hey, rules is rules. Rules is rules. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, I mean, what oh. advice do you got for Tom? Are, do, you, do you follow football or anything? Jack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge Patriots fan. My dad played for the Pats in, like, 60, 66, I think, or 60. I don't know. Fucking way back in the day. I got his contract. But, um, Whoa, shit. I do it. Yeah. Uh, what's my advice for Tom? Watch your fucking back if you play New England. <laughs> 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 No, I, you know, and now we got Gronk. Gronk went there too, but you know what? I, I wish him the best, but until they play the Patriots and then I hope they get their fucking dick in the dirt. <laughs> so you're saying there are hard feelings. Yes. I wanted, I wanted him to finish his career there, but I trust in the hoodie. I trust in Bill Belichick. Oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, going back to the, you don't want Tom Brady anyway, because he thinks that he can do anything. He goes to Tampa Parks to play fucking football. Yeah. So, and and what I'm sure, rebel I'm sure <laughs> yeah, just because he fucking can. I mean, does he not have a house with a huge field in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, maybe the weeds have gotten high though, because nobody has been able to go to or the grass, because nobody's been able to mow it. So maybe that's yeah. why. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, he's dude. His fucking. They could probably play the home games in Tampa at his house. He, he, I don't know why he has to go to a park, but and it's not like I lived in Tampa. It's not like <laughs> here. There's a lot of great sites in Tampa. <laughs> Eric, was he alone <laughs> playing catch was with himself? Just, was he, yeah, I'm picturing like Uncle Rico from yeah. Napoleon Dynamite just out there. <laughs> tossing footballs by himself <laughs> yeah tom, tom brady just yelling at strangers passing by in their cars i bet you i could throw this football over them mountains exactly <laughs> uh, oh god um i don't know with the, with the you know a park ranger rolling up on him yeah, he's just like go long <laughs> <laughs> fuck um all right. Any other advice for Mr. Brady? No. Fuck Brady. Just go no, fuck yourself. I didn't want to say that. I, he brought uh, brought me so much fucking joy for so many years. So I wish him the best in, until he plays New England. Then the clown's going to come around. Yeah. <laughs> Blow our load all over his face. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I know we're running up on time, so that's the end of our show. We're going to leave it on that joke. Um, Awesome. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you guys have not yet, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a review. We thrive on those nice, lustrous five stars, so please send them our way. We blow our loads all over them. We blow our loads all over them. We put on clown makeup and and just blow that I was going to say, that that term is reserved for clowning around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, anyway, thank you guys. What was that? That was the horn. The fucking little... I come musical instruments. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Imagine if your uh, penis made that noise when you came. 
that's like a would you rather would you rather have your <laughs> you know would you rather your your dick makes that sound every time you come or uh or every time you're fart <laughs> oh it sounds like the uh fart the road run the road runner meep meep <laughs> I would say come because I, I fart way more than I come. So Yeah, but but when you come, especially if you're I don't know, growing up in a household full of five people, you gotta be quiet about it. So my, there's gonna be no room left like, for doubt when oh, my mom, mom there's traffic outside. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Traffic jam. And I grew up on a farm, so I can't tell her it's a type of cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking geese. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, well I guess I just yeah. should have been smarter about it. All right. <laughs> Anyway, Jay, thank you so much for joining. What, Thanks for having me, guys. It this was a pl- great. What do you have going on? What can you plug? Your podcast, your website, everything. Tell us. I would say come to the shows, but I don't know when the fuck the next one is. So uh, oh. just go to Big Irish. I'm Big Irish Jay across all social media. You know, throw me a follow on Instagram or whatever. Who fucking knows? Big Irish Jay. Just do a search for Big Irish Jay. I'm not Big Jay Okerson. Another great comic, but I'm not him. Big Irish Jay. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you so much. And then fans, if you're like, oh, no, there's so much to look for. It's all going to be into the show notes. So calm down. Take a deep breath. Uh-uh. Yeah. All right. Uh, any th- Eric, do you have anything to plug? Your new baby? God. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll keep him offline for now. All right. Maybe a Venmo so you can get a fucking camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll jury rig something. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, like he could. I, I, I'm like you said. We are. This is like our first time meeting. What if he fucking his camera just turned on? He's full <laughs> in like clown. A clown. <laughs> We're like, yo, what the fuck this whole time? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to have to block his video for just for that reason. Yeah, you got to get camera. Uh, All right, I got to go, guys. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, you, Jay. Thank you, everybody. Talk soon. All right, be safe, guys. You too. Later. Bye-bye.